everybody, and welcome to Go West 23. We are having a great time at the Edmonton Convention Center. Joining us in our studio in the lobby where all the activity is, is Leanne Calderwood from CMP in Kelowna. Leanne, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Fine, thank you. You, you love this event because you haven't missed one, have you? I love this event. It's probably one of the marquee events, um, not only in Western Canada, but Canada-wide, North America-wide. Um, absolute favorite. Love it here. So, doing a little homework on you, everyone says the LinkedIn lady. Does that <laughs> yeah. uh, does uh, is that okay? We, we are going to launch that way, talking about the LinkedIn connection that you have, and people seem to really connect with you on that on that platform. <laughs> they do. You know, it's it's a nickname that I got that I picked up last summer. I started going to some other industry events, and and people kept saying that they didn't rem remember my name, but they knew that I was. The LinkedIn lady, and so it's kind of stuck now, uh, and I'm going to own it. I love, I love being the LinkedIn lady. So, hey, can you tell everybody how long you've been doing this kind of stuff? It, this goes back a ways. Yeah, actually, not as far back as you would think. No. I, I've been in the meetings industry for 20 years, but it was really only about seven years ago that I got intentional about using LinkedIn in the meetings industry. So it's really in the last seven years that I've cut my teeth on the, the inbound marketing power of the platform. And now teaching others how to do it was actually born out of the pandemic. So when it hit about three years ago, I picked up that file off the corner of my desk that said, you know, you really need to show other people how you've built your business. And so three years later, here we are. This has come up a lot today in recording, and that is everybody talks about reinvention or mm. reinventing the reinvention. Mm -hmm. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I use the word reimagine, but yes, it's the exact same thing. And you're right. My story is not unique. There are, everyone has a story about how they came out of the pandemic, especially in our industry that was hit so hard. Right. Um, whether they stayed or they left or they tried something new, everyone has an interesting tale. And this is just one of many stories. So I hope you'll hear some other stories today as well. Well, I'm on LinkedIn, but I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I'm not utilizing it very well. What kind of advice would you give me and anybody else who's tuning in? Yes. Well, actually, the, the advice I would give you is stop thinking about it the way that you used to think about it. Okay. LinkedIn has changed and it's really switched from that career and job posting platform to a thought leadership piece. Uh, and especially with the power your team has in bringing the message to the people, I think there's great opportunity for you to use LinkedIn to also bring that message to everyone. So look at it from more of a content creation and a thought leadership platform versus just a place where we post our online resume. I'm drawn to the positivity of people too. I, I can just feel that positive vibe that's out there. I'm sure you're the same way. Here at the show, absolutely. And on LinkedIn, the vibe is definitely different than any other platform. There's this unspoken rule of respect. And when one is disrespectful on the platform, I feel like they're called out almost immediately by yeah. everyone. And so it keeps the platform in a place of positive conversation and positive engagement. And maybe that's one of the reasons that I'm drawn to it is we're all encouraged to be incredibly authentic. Um, and, and we're encouraged and we, we keep telling those stories and we're not judged um, on, based on those stories, which I love. 
Are there moments where you see somebody on LinkedIn and you see them going a certain direction and you're thinking, oh, here we go, fasten your safety belts? Oh, for sure. You see those people. But like any other social media platform, we have the power to curate our feeds. So if there is someone on the platform that you're not resonating with, either through your values or through the message that they're creating, um, you can curate them right out of your feed. And so your feed will then be filled again with those positive messages that I, you want to I see. love the words you're using here too. Uh, because I see, I view it as a garden and a garden grows, yes. but it also grows weeds. Lots it's up to weeds. you to kind of make sure that you're the gardener, correct? Yes, exactly. I love how you called that. And you know, I, I hang out with a lot of other LinkedIn geeks and we have weeds among the LinkedIn geeks, people who are, you know, dissing the platform. And it's like, listen, this is, this is a good positive environment. So we weed them out as well, just like you would weed yours out. And uh, sometimes you got to use the right fertilizer too. I got to say, <laughs> I'll add that in there. Okay, so you're speaking at this event. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your message? Well, the message was about how we need to look at the platform in a different way. The platform's been around for 20 years now. It's their 20 year anniversary this year, and the way it started out is completely flipped from how we see it now. So it's getting people away from the your dad's LinkedIn into the more modern LinkedIn and that thought leadership and that personal brand creation platform that it really is. So I'm hoping to empower people to look at it differently and most importantly include it in their marketing mix. And I think that's a missed opportunity is it's not just a social media platform. This could start replacing those traditional ways of building business. I'm always fascinated by some people. I, one of the things that does drive me crazy is that I'm always welcoming new people to my feed, but immediately go right into the sales pitch thing. Mm, uh, yes, it, it is, how do you feel about that? Because I know how I kind of go, really? I just wanted to kind of share your information. I, yeah. I'm not looking for the sales pitch yet. Yes. Well, and those people just need a really good LinkedIn training session with me. Um, but you're right. We, we try to weed out those people who are doing the sales pitch. Um, but that was a very 80s, 90s ways of doing business is those outbound sales messaging. Um, but LinkedIn really is more of a social listening platform where we're picking up on cues dropped by our potential clients and customers and then we're responding in kind with value and so those sales pitches fall flat because you haven't even picked up on my clues nor are you actually providing me the value that I'm looking for right now so unfortunately I think those individuals are missing the mark and there's the opportunity for the individuals who do the social listening really well. Well, let's not dwell on the negative. Let's talk about some positives, <laughs> success stories. You've yeah. probably seen a few or you've been involved heavily with a few. Can you share a few? Oh, absolutely. So storytelling in any platform, be it a podcast or LinkedIn, is really powerful right now. And the last couple of years has brought rise to um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so those thought leaders on the platform that are sharing real raw stories about how they've been discriminated against and how they've come out the other side um, has been incredibly inspiring and empowering. Um, and DEI is only one area that I've seen some really powerful storytelling. No matter what your story is, people are looking to connect with you on that level. I don't have any of those massively transformational stories in my life, 
But even when I just share about how I went from being laid off to getting a new job, those are things that people can relate to. Yeah. And so when you tell those those moments of transformation in your life and you share it in a way that you're bringing people on the journey, you see it all over the platform all day, every day. Um, and, it's, and it's an incredible place to build community. What is a turn on for you and a turn off for you on LinkedIn? Oh. What, there's <laughs> got to be some stuff where you go, oh, man, I can't wait to read that or... I got to move on as fast as I possibly can. Can you give us a few of those? Oh, for sure. So, <laughs> so the, the term I use, and that it was the title of my breakout session uh, here at Go West, is how to stop the scroll. And when I see content creators um, using a really compelling hook, I'll read it. I don't even care what it's about, but the content creator in me wants to learn how are they grabbing my attention. Right. Um, so if you're you're leading with a really strong hook, that's the kind of content I, I stop on. Um, the content that makes me groan is the beginner content where people just start to tell a story, but you're not sure where the story is going. Um, but we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. So even those content creators need to be encouraged that the next time they create a post, it's going to look different and you're going to keep testing and retesting theories. Um, and that's what I love about the platform. Once again, is no one's here to judge. We're all here to make each other better. How much do you learn every day? Oh, not enough but lots. Yeah. I spend over two hours on the platform every single day. Um, and I'm trying to glean for people who are doing it well. And of course, sharing the stories of people who aren't doing it so well, like those sales managers in your DMs. <laughs> well, the one thing too, and you talked to a lot of people here that they always talk about setting the bar high for mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. Do you always constantly every day try to set it a little bit higher and a little bit higher? You're not scared that you're not going to get there, but you have to have something to shoot for. Exactly. And engagement is a funny thing because engagement can vary depending on the time of day that you post, depending on your topic, depending on if your audience is online at the time. So it's the engagement metrics that I really look at and how do I increase my engagement? Do I need to start posting on a weekend? Maybe the exact same piece of content posted today on a Monday would gain a different kind of engagement if I did it on a Friday afternoon. So those are the things that we're always testing. Um, and everyone is going to look different. Your audience is going to react differently to when you post online as well. Do you think people think about that enough? Or they no. just they just go, you know, I got something I got to get out there yeah. right now. Well, the thing with LinkedIn, and this isn't this isn't new, it, it's a habit, right? Yeah. And it's like any other habit, and you got to start slow. So when people are starting to re-engage with the platform, my first piece of advice is only post once a week. Do not come out of the gates, you know, guns a-blazing, and you're going to do five posts a week, and it's going to be every morning at 9 a.m. You're going to set yourself up for failure. So post once a week. And after a few months, post twice a week. And then as you start to build that habit, then you can get into the minutia that I'm in now about posting at 9 a.m. versus 5 p.m., Saturday morning versus Sunday night. Right. But man, don't start there. Start by just posting. Just one post. <laughs> the other one, too, about sharing. It's mm. uh, See, it's one thing to have your own thoughts and your own stories to put that out there, but got to be careful what you share too, right? Well, it's interesting. I just had that conversation with an organization uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and the example they gave is one of their employees shared an article from a completely different organization about burnout. And so that led the organization to believe that, wow, maybe our employee is yeah. burned out. Um, fast forward after talking with the employee, that wasn't the case, but she wanted to share and put uh, awareness on burnout being an issue in her industry. Um, so 
sharing with context, I think, is incredibly powerful um, because then that employee would have had the opportunity to say, hey, I do work for a healthy organization that provides me outlets for when I'm feeling burnt out, but this is a real thing happening and it's a conversation we should be having. So without that context, though, it's taken out of context. Um, And if you don't mind me getting really geeky and nerdy a little bit, the algorithm itself, LinkedIn's algorithm, doesn't actually like the sharing. They would prefer original, brand new content. So for that employee that wanted to post about burnout instead of sharing something from someone else, hearing her own thoughts about burnout probably would have engaged more with her audience. Have to ask her about a, f- a few basic things. Picture. I see some people putting pictures on and I'm thinking, oh, why? Oh, really? Like, why would you put that picture on there? Pictures engage, right? Yeah. It's the visual component. So in the same way, when people go to your profile, if you have a profile picture versus not, people are going to start to create that no like, and trust factor with you. Yeah. And the same thing happens in the content. Um, and a picture, you know, as you know, pictures tell a thousand words. It also creates context like we were talking about earlier so the perfectly curated picture can do a lot to create engagement with that post for sure i don't know if this is a fair question to ask but i'm going to ask it anyway Mm -hmm. and you can dance around it if you want but premium services on this is the one that i hear a lot Uh, my better half says maybe i should be on premium maybe i said Mm. why don't you give it a try What are the advantages of that? Yeah, so I get this question asked a lot. And if you don't mind me saying, you don't need premium. Okay. There are so many functions and uh, functionalities with the free versions that unless you have that habit, right now we're, we're going back to that habit of being on the platform. Unless you have that habit, you're actually going to pay for something and never use it. Sure. So once you have that habit established and you realize that the functionalities aren't giving you the uh, uh, the analytics that you're looking for or the contacts that you're really trying to find, absolutely, the paid versions are a gold mine. I'm on the paid version now more so so I can teach people why they don't need the paid version than I am to teach people how to use the paid version. We touched on it a little bit about people making mistakes. What are common mm-hmm. mistakes that mm-hmm. you see a lot? Yes. Um, well, the big one is is making their profile actually all about them. Okay. So my profile, my LinkedIn profile, should never be about Leanne Calderwood. It really should be about the people that I'm trying to impact and influence. So that's the number one mistake. Um, and then inside that profile, I think the second biggest mistake is leading with a job title that's quite ambiguous. And no one knows what it means. You know, my job title, I'm a VP of global accounts, which sounds really fancy, um, but no one knows what the heck that means. So instead of leading with the job title, I need to lean with how I create impact and outcomes for my target audience. Is there anything we haven't talked about here that you (laughs) talked about in there? Well, we're going to go over some of LinkedIn's history, which is going to be fascinating. Um, We're also going to talk about those myths and kind of break down how the platform has changed. Um, Because even though LinkedIn, in my opinion, is this incredible opportunity People are still stuck in 2003, so we need to bring them up to speed um, and get them at a place where they're looking at it differently. 
Do you use other platforms, by the way? I got to ask. I do have to ask <laughs> yes. you that. No, that's fair. Listen, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I do have a TikTok cha- channel, although please don't go over there. It's, <laughs> it's quite embarrassing. Um, and I just started on Be Real. I'm not sure. Brand spanking new out of the this box. This is why I'm here at this event. I'm going to find out all sorts <laughs> of new stuff like that. Yeah. No, I do tend to be an early adopter of all right. the platforms, um, but LinkedIn is my home base for sure. You're often criticized by people who are saying, what is that? Like, why are you on that? Like, I can't believe I, I i jumped on twitch for a while and i had oh. the i had the guys at home going you've got a twitch channel what's with that but i like that i like to be ahead of the pack mm-hmm. it sounds like you do too i it's you learn a lot when you um jump on the early trends and and see how they transform and and such and clubhouse i don't know if you're stuck in clubhouse but no I love Clubhouse. Um, I was an early adopter over there as well. And anyways, they've all got their pros and cons. For me, the LinkedIn pros far outweigh any of the cons that the platform has. And and that's why I'm trying to empower more people to take advantage of what's available. What do you like about this event? Oh, what's not to like? I know, it's it's the energy force here, right? It's it's the setup, right? We're in this incredible lobby um, with some incredible decor and some really good conversation corners. Um, The main stage keynotes are just fabulous. Fabulous. Um, and although, yes, this year I am one of those main stage keynotes, all of my colleagues who are up there are sharing some incredible messages. So, Well, before we let you go, we got to ask, how do people reach you? <laughs> uh, I guess LinkedIn would be one. Yeah, there's this little known platform called LinkedIn. Um, yes, you can definitely connect with me there. I also have a website over at leannecolderwood.com. Pretty straightforward. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for your time. I hope that we've kind of, uh, you know, got people talking a little bit and that they'll check you out. That's fantastic. I hope so. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Not a problem. Thank you.